praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I've got a question. Well, a statement really. Do you realize that Satan desires you? Satan wants you. Amen. Satan wants you. Amen. Young men, Satan wants you. He wants you to do his bidding. Colin, Satan wants you. Jared, Satan wants you. He wants every one of us. Brother Davy, he wants your daughter. He wants your son. He wants your wife. And he wants you. Amen. This is, this is not really what I was wanting to preach on. Amen. But I got to thinking about this. And it's been a long, long time since I heard a, pre a preacher preach about hell. Amen. I don't know whether they're afraid of preaching about hell. I don't know if they just let it slide about preaching about hell. But as I was looking for my message, God put this on my heart. And he put a, put a, 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 a message about a journey. Amen. And we've all started a journey. My journey started March 6, 1946. That's when my life's journey started. When it ends, I have no idea. But I do know that Satan, the day that I was born, was after me. The day that you drew your first breath and cried your first cry, Satan's been after you. Amen. And there's only one thing that's kept us safe from the devil, and that's Christ himself. Amen. I thought as I was growing up, amen, I didn't have to worry about the things of today, Brother George. Things were much more simpler. Amen. I didn't have to sit in there and watch TV all day long because there's just so much TV you can watch with three channels. And most of that was news. And as a four, five, six-year-old kid, you didn't want to sit there and watch news all day long. So you got out and you went and usually with me, I grabbed my ball bat and just went out. I didn't have any balls to bat. I tried to find a golf ball. Didn't find a golf ball, I'd hit rocks. You know, we kept ourselves entertained other than TV or electronics or stuff like that. Amen. And in the 50s and the 60s, where I was from, you didn't even know what a homosexual was or a transgender. Just didn't know. You never heard about them. They kept hid. Amen. Today, they're out in the open. They, they don't care. They're trying to teach our kids. The devil is trying to teach our kids about this lifestyle. Amen. 
Oregon. They let them into the, into the library to teach the children about their lifestyle. Amen. Sometimes I'm just glad that I grew up in the time that I grew up because I didn't have to worry about all this stuff. Amen. It was, as I take this journey in this life, I understand there's two roads I can take. I can take one that's a holy road, or I can take one that's an ungodly road. Amen. And as I think about it, there was a song a long time ago about the high road and the low road. That you take the high road and I'll take the low road. Amen. Well, I want to take the high road. Amen. I want to get on that road that will lead me somewhere other than the destruction. Amen. Praise God. Help me. In this, on this journey, we have things that come up on us. We have troubles and trials and sorrows and, and things that will hit us that we never expected to hit us. We have our ups and our downs, our highs and our lows, our ins and our outs. Amen. And it's all part of Satan's plan is discouragement. Get you discouraged. Amen. If he gets us discouraged, then he can get on our ear and start whispering. Amen. And when we're in a service, praise God, and, and, the, and the service is moving and God's moving. Amen. And God tells you, well, you ought to just get up and walk around the church. And then the devil will say, well, what do people think? Hmm. What do people think? Well, I ought to just praise God. Well, you look like a fool. You don't want to do that. What do people think? There's visitors back there. They have, what do they think? Amen. Well, I ought to just get up and run. Well, go ahead. But you're going to look like a fool if you do. That's that. That's. Oh, this was heavy on my heart. I really don't have to read a scripture because the devil really don't want me to. Hmm? He don't want me to read a scripture. He don't want me to raise my hands. He don't want me to tell you about Jesus. He don't want me to go up to a stranger and say, Do you know Jesus? Praise God. Can I tell you about the Savior that saved me and delivered me from alcohol. Oh, that'd make you look foolish in front of them strangers. That guy back there pumping that gas. What'll he think? You tell him that. Doesn't matter what he thinks. God wants you to talk to him. You better talk. 
I passed up opportunities to talk to people that God's told me to talk to. I remember one time I was working with a young man, and this was before I'd backslid, and his son had got hit by a car. The Lord told me, said, you need to go to that hospital and pray for that boy. If I let the devil talk me out of it, that boy died. And I know sure as the world, if I'd have went and prayed for that boy, they were Catholics, but that didn't make any difference. God told me to go pray. And I know if I'd have went and prayed for that boy, that boy would have lived. Amen. I've, I've lived with that for a long time. And I still think about it every once in a while. Amen. So if the Lord tells you to do something, don't hesitate. Oh, you need to go do it. You need to go do it. You don't know whose life you may save. Amen. You may not know what a mission or missionary you might be raising. Amen. I'm going to... I'm going to read a verse here. Amen. Matthew. What I what I give sister back there. Matthew 4, 18 and 20. Amen. I'm just going to go through this. This is this is what was on my heart, but this about about Satan. Amen. And if we I'm going, I'm going to get to these scriptures of what Jesus said about hell. But I want, I want to read this because this is, and I'm just going to go ahead and read Matthew 4, 18 through 20. It said, And Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. They were on their life's journey. They had their occupation already played out for them. They were fishers. But Jesus said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Right then, they started a brand new journey. Can I tell you, 2005, June the 15th, 15. Yeah, June the 15th, 2005, at Midway Full Gospel Church, the second row back, third seat in. God resaved me. That's when I started my new journey. Amen. I started that journey, and I haven't regretted it a bit. Brother Middleton, I've seen things that, God has done for me that I would have never seen if I'd have been lost. I've seen a daughter go through Iraq three times. The last time she was over there, they got hit by an IEB. Her mind, she can still think, but she cannot be in a crowd. But yet, God saved her over there, not here. Amen. Over there amongst all the Islams, she was saved. Amen. I remember one day, 
we were driving down the road and she called. Jan was talking to her and I could hear her on the voice and pretty soon you hear sirens go off. And then she says, and then it wasn't too long after that, there was a bat, 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 bat. And she said, I got to go, got to go, got to go. She called back. What was wrong? Oh, not much. Come find out they'd got under attack while she was talking to my daughter, uh, Jan. Amen. God held his hand on her. Amen. I wonder today what would have happened if I hadn't have been saved. Amen. Brother Forrest had that saying, it's a careful way. Amen. I'm going to read. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to read Matthew, the 22nd chapter. This is about, about hell. said, And when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there was a man which had not on the wedding garment. And how many of you realize that Christ is coming back looking for a bride? And he'll want your wedding garment on. And he said unto him, Friend, how canest thou in hither not having a wedding garment, and he was speechless. Then said the king to the servant, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away east, and cast him into outer darkness, where there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. That ought to get us thinking right there. Many are called, but few are chosen. Who are the chosen ones? Him that does the will of the Father. Amen. What's going to keep us from that place, from heaven? What's going to put us to hell? Amen. Disobedience. Amen. Not obeying God. Pride. Self. Amen. We can talk ourselves out of a lot of things. But this is one thing, if we're not doing the will of the Father, we're not going to talk ourselves out of it. Amen. I'm here to say tonight that I want to be a chosen one. I don't want to be one of those that I may make it. Amen. I might make it, but I want to say, I know I can make it. I want to be that chosen one. 
Amen. I want to have it all over me. Amen. When somebody comes to me, they'll know it. Amen. I remember when I got saved that next Monday morning, I went to work. I didn't have to tell them I was saved. They come up to me and said, something's different about you. What is it? Because they knew what I was like in the past. And they seen something different that time. The very next day, there was a glow about me, Brother Steve. Oh, I had glory all over me. I had been redeemed. I had been sanctified. He had lifted me out of that grave that I was in. Amen. <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. When we're all down... And out. Seems like there's no other place to go. Seems like it, Jesus has left us. Can I encourage you to keep going? Read a story about the disciples in the boat. That storm come up and raged. They thought they was going to die for sure. But yet the master was still in the in the boat asleep. He was still with them, but the storm still came. Amen. He had to take a little detour on his journey. Amen. He had to get to the other side. Now we can we can speculate all we want, but there was a man in them tombs that needed Christ. Amen. And when he stepped out of that boat, that man saw him and come running. The first thing that come out was, who are you to come and torment us? The devils knew exactly who he was. Amen. You never see where he helped anybody else in that country. But yet, that one man was delivered. And then he went back. Amen. Went on his journey. What journey was he taking? He was taking that journey for our salvation. Amen. It wasn't too long after that he was hanging on a cross, bleeding. When he said, it is finished, that was our journey. He paid the way for our journey to heaven. Amen. He made, an, he made a way that we didn't have to go to hell. He went to hell for us and got the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Amen. That's what he did for us. So why do we come in and just sit and hope we make it to heaven? Oh my goodness, my goodness. Amen. I'm gonna I'm gonna read one more scripture or a couple more verses. In Second Samuel. If you want to, you can all stand. I'm about, I'm done. This wasn't very long, I know, but I've said my heart. Going to 2 Samuel, chapter 22. This is David talking. Said, and he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, the God of my rock. In him will I trust. He is my shield 
and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my Savior, thou sayest me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. David had it right. He is my rock. He is my salvation. Amen. He is my refuge, my high tower. Amen. When I can be at my lowest place in time, I can look to that rock. And it won't be long and I'll be standing on that high tower. Thou savest me from violence. Amen. This is a violent world we're living in today. Amen. And as I look over the years that I've been walking this earth, I've seen changes that I thought I'd never see. I've seen people in politics I thought I'd never see there, Brother Jerry. But yet, I can't have my hope in this country. I've got to have my hope in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let me ask you today, do you feel like you're overwhelmed? Do you feel like Satan has just tried to beat you down and there's no way to turn? Can I ask you, do you have the life that you thought you was going to have? Amen. I don't know who this was for. But I don't think God give it to me this way just, just for nothing. But I believe if we're honest with ourselves, we're going to realize that we can't make it on our own. Amen. And the farther this world gets, the more the devil's going to fight because he only has a few, hours, a few more days of this world. Amen. I don't know how long it's going to be before Christ comes back. Amen. If I go by the grave, that's fine. If I have to go, if I go in a rapture, that's fine too. But I do know one thing. I want to be ready. Amen. I don't want to have anything hindering me. Amen. The Bible tells us that the slightest is as great as the greatest. Amen. I don't want any little thing holding me back. Amen. You can read the Bible. You can read this word, and you can see it's not going to take very much weight to hold you down when Christ comes. Amen. If we all can just gather these altars and just give a moment of worship to God and just let Him, let Him understand what we need. Amen. And, and have God to show us in our lives of what we need in it from Him.